the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. It's all I want. She's blonde, 5'2". It's all I need, yeah. And 102 pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. This is my America. Welcome to tonight's Henry K. Show. Welcome back. Hour two. <laughs> oh, my. <laughs> I don't know why I'm giggling, I guess, because I feel so bad. And <laughs> I just saw how I was looking. I'm sitting here in the studio. Lay, uh, I look like I'm in the in a low rider. I'm laid back with a gang, in a gangsta lean, right? <laughs> in the, in, Get him out of here. <laughs> in the studio. I got a question for y'all. Speaking of being here uh, in the studio, longtime Salem National Radio Show host uh, Larry Elder, who um, we've had on the show many times when Larry was running for governor here against Gavin Newsom in the recall, and he was down in San Diego. We did, you know, went down and visited, and he was on the show. We love us some Larry Elder. He's got uh, actually he's got part two of his uh, Uncle Tom movie that's out on Salem now. We love Larry Elder. But it came as a surprise to me to hear today um, that he is weighing uh, a White House run in 2024. Excuse me for yawning. That's how, <laughs> sorry, that's how not good I feel right now. But anyway, he's uh, going to run or he's contemplating a run in 2024. He told Iowa's Des Moines Re- Register that if he chooses to seek the Republican nomination in 2024, he doesn't feel like he'd be running against Trump. He feels like he'd be just like running in his own lane, doing his thing. So it's not, you know, he's not trying to frame it as an anti-Trump move. It would just be because, you know, um, he wants to um, wants to run for president. Um what do you guys think about this? It, it, I didn't realize this in January. I guess he launched a new pack to support Republican candidates. Um, he says he's kicking, t- kicking the tires in Iowa. Um, he gave a speech last Saturday at the Iowa Faith and Freedom Coalition. Um, I don't know. Um, my thoughts are... As much as I love Larry Elder, I would love to hear from you guys, 888-344-1170. I felt like he didn't run a great campaign. He had an opportunity to knock it out of the park in spite of the fact that there's still election crap going on in the state. Ultimately, I know from from the numbers that um, he, he just really didn't he, he really didn't run a great campaign and didn't motivate. I still think Republicans should have come out en masse to vote for him. But I think that there was a lot of unforced errors going on in his campaign. I think he let too many of the establishment uh, whisper in his ear, for example, when he said that Trump, that Joe Biden, you know, one was freely and fairly elected to be example as a quote. I, I just think that I, I don't know that that kind of establishment 
Look, it's it's not going to be enough to get to to get over the hump and convince Republicans we're not racist, right? We don't vote for people on the basis of what do you, what do you look like, um, you know what 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 parts do you have, male or female? That's not how we vote, right? We we vote on on the on the basis of what what's your plan? And to me, how he ran his campaign out here for governor was really not conservative enough. It wasn't MAGA. I believe that if he had run a truly MAGA campaign here, which is nonpartisan, it's not about the label. One of the reasons why conservatives hated Trump and, and wanted Ted Cruz in 2016 was because, oh, Trump was not the quintessential Republican. They couldn't pin him down. His policies, his ideas for Make America First transcended labels, right? And it was really the benchmark. It was the blueprint for how to run. And and ever since then, the establishment has done everything they could to try to stop people from following that same playbook, right? So I just don't know, based upon how, how he ran his campaign out here, you know, I, I you know, I, I think this, I love him and his show. He's not on Salem anymore. I love the Sage of South, South Central. I thought he was great on the radio show. I thought a lot of his, uh, I thought his conservatism on the radio, if he had run his campaign with the same ideology and the same fierce articulation of that hardcore conservatism that he projected on his radio show, he would have won. But he didn't. And I, and so, I, you know, I've got questions. I've got questions. What do you guys think? 888-344-1170. Skins, you got an opinion? I personally think he should wait to see if Trump runs. I mean, we, we don't even know when that announcement is coming because I really feel that they're Republicans. I mean, they know that he's the leader of at least the, the MAGA movement, the person that's probably going to draw the most votes. And especially if he's a Trump supporter, we don't want to have a house divided. No, we don't. Um I also didn't when, when, and of course, Larry wanted to keep when he was running. And part of the other thing, too, is that when he was running for, for governor here, he really wanted to keep it talking about California issues, which I could kind of understand in, in one sense. So I don't really know, for example, since he did want to keep so much of, of conversation about policy about California, I don't remember him talking much about the FBI and the DOJ and a weaponized deep state. And I'm not hearing him talking a whole lot about that. And quite frankly, as I was just talking to Congressman Biggs in the last hour, that's really what it's about for me. Nothing else matters. Because what is our deep state doing? What is our deep state about? They're about controlling every aspect of our lives. And that includes controlling our elections. And if you don't, if you're not willing to acknowledge that our elections have been corrupted, I ain't voting for you. Yeah, and Trump addressed that in his speech this past weekend, too. Oh, he did? Well, Well, let's play the clip on that, my dear. Got a couple of them. Yeah, yeah, you got them in front of you. And uh, um, yeah, let, yeah, let, that let, was let my that's my job. <laughs> the radical Democrats and the deep state is a form of political repression, unlike anything our nation has ever seen. It's a disgrace. And JD, you got to get it stopped because they've never done what they do now is disgraceful. Everyone associated with this travesty will go down in history as scoundrels and arsonists who tried to demolish our justice system. Comment on that and we'll go to the next one. Yeah, it's our justice, but it's it's everything. I mean, they, you know, if we don't route out the, whether you want to call it the administrative state, whether you want to call it the deep state, uh, the police state, it's the fascistic state, whatever name you want to call it, it's about tyranny. And it involves every institution of our government. 
right? And they want to control the elections because if you they because they want to continue to be able to tell you whether or not you can say no to it to a substance being injected in you. They they don't want you to be able to say no whether uh, whether or not your five year old gets chemically castrated. They don't want you to be able to say no whether or not they're going to come and seize a piece of your pro- property to give to somebody that they they feel is is entitled to it. Uh, you, you know there there's no aspect of our government right now that is not operating from a from a standpoint of tyranny. Our Department of Justice, as as Andy Biggs correctly said last last hour, is a literally has political prisoners. That was the Andy Biggs is the only congressman. It's him, Lauren Boebert, and Marjorie Taylor Greene that are willing to use the words political prisoners. We have political prisoners in this country. So I don't have a taste to vote for anybody that's not willing to say that our elections have been corrupted, that our FBI and our DOJ are corrupted and weaponized against us. That they that and that we need to rout out all these institutions. He also went on to say. Um, referring to them as thugs and tyrants. I think this is clip 10. The radical Democrats view 75 million Americans as enemies to be canceled and suppressed. Ain't going to happen. They want to censor you from the Internet, banish you from the public square, get you fired from your jobs, target you for destruction with 87,000 new IRS agents. Oh, we've been fighting that. We've been fighting them. Use the FBI to spy on patriotic parents and criminalize political dissent Mm -hmm. as if we were a third world country, a third world dictatorship. But the thugs and tyrants attacking our movement, and there's never been a movement even close in the history of the United States, have no idea of the sleeping giant that they have awoken. That's right. We well, I think we were actually awoken back in 2016, and I think that, but we're still awake. And the point is, is that they tried since the second he came down the escalators with the weaponized FBI and DOJ, it, which included the State Department. If you look at the Ukrainian whistleblower, um, it, it, every aspect of our government. Uh, has been looking to try to destroy the movement, thinking they were going to get rid of Trump. And by the way, is is he not the squeakiest clean elected official ever? Because they have, have had, they've got nothing on him. They've tried and tried and tried, and they always come up with bupkis. What, and what, what did they find in Mar-a-Lago? What, 40 empty file folders? Empty file folders. <laughs> <laughs> he was back, I guess, at Mar-a-Lago, and, and, and I love this about him. He complained that they had worn shoes into his bedroom. They didn't take their shoes off. <laughs> That's how clean this man is. You, you, there's, they haven't found anything on him, nothing. And they've been banking on the fact that they were going to cut off the head of the snake, and that if they got rid of him, they'd get rid of MAGA. And they thought that he was gone. They thought by a year and a half in that, because that's what happened with the Tea Party, right? They managed to squash. Buckle pre- under pressure. That, well, and the Tea Party just kind of dissipated. You know, there was really no head of the Tea Party. And then through the weaponized IRS with Lois Lerner, through the establishment leadership, the Republican Party, who Tea Party candidates who won and went to D.C. were marginalized and weren't given any 
key committee assignments. And, you know, little by little, they just basically went by the wayside and got swallowed up by the swamp. That's really what the plan was for here. But no, MAGA isn't about that. This is why I'm saying about why I was disappointed with Larry Elder and how he ran his campaign, because MAGA is not about that R after the name. That's why the uniparty system wants to get rid of us. It's about America. It's not about political party. Exactly. It's about America. It's about America first. And they're desperately trying to get rid of that. And we're not going anywhere because because for us to go away would be for us to go. Yeah, we no longer care about America first. We no longer want to make America great again. We no longer care about capitalism, about individual liberty, individual freedom. We no longer care about our First Amendment rights. I'm no longer going to care about my Second Amendment rights. When you look at the insanity, did you see the video out of New York City with the guy wielding the axe in McDonald's? You're not safe in this country anymore. The Democrats are literally intentionally putting, he was let back out on the streets. Dude, wheeling an axe around in McDonald's in New York City, uh, uh, thrown, uh, you know, uh, no bail, back out on the streets. But we have political prisoners who are being held without bail because of a political belief they have. Charged with no crime. No, charged with no crime. That's the problem we've got. And right now... I think that if for all of the no Trump has not, you know, we couldn't find any clips of Trump going hard against the shots. Um, that's still a problem for me. That's still a problem for me because it's not enough to just say you're against the mandates. You got to go harder against that because the the CDC and the NIH killed Americans, well, especially with all the data coming out now. Yeah, there's just in fact, it just, it's just starting to sound stupid to hear Jared Kushner going out and talking about these shots being a medical miracle. No, what he wants, what he should do is the way you try to sell this is you say, look, you know, I'm somebody that knows how to get things done when we had this seemingly crisis of health in the country. I've got these medical people coming and telling me this number of people will die. Um, I used the power of my abilities of which I, which helped me create a billion multi-billion dollar empire, which is to harness working with the government and institutions to get things done. And so that's what I did. I wanted to meet a demand. The, the American people wanted a vaccine and I worked with operation warp speed to get it out there. In hindsight, it was pushed out too soon. It was pushed out too soon. And the American people have a right to have informed consent before they have anything injected in them. And there was not the truth was not told to the American people. If you believe in the shots and you trust the shots and you feel like you've had informed consent, go and get the shots. But I have concerns and I support the removal of immunity of legal immunity from from pharma. If you've got a good product or service, why do, there's no other worried about there's no other indus- industry that has immunity. If your product None. works, you should be fine. If you're a contractor and you build a house and you don't build it properly and you've you, you've got you've got a construction defect liability, if you don't build a house properly, right? If you've got a product you put out there and it kills somebody, you face liability, right? If you're a doctor, why do you think doctors have malpractice insurance? Because if they because they make mistakes and they've got to be able to cover that. Same thing with attorneys have have malpractice insurance. I mean, mistakes happen and people get sued, right? Except pharma, we're talking lives here. And if you don't, ha- and if you don't have any liability, if you don't have any, if you have no ability to face any accountability, you're not going to take the steps that you need to take for safety.
You're just not going to. And that's the case here. They were able to rush it to market, denying therapeutics that were cheap so that they could make billions of dollars with no legal recourse whatsoever. And Trump needs to be honest about that. One of the things, you know, DeSantis, I had friends of mine in Florida that were upset at him that he went along with these lockdowns initially. And you know what? He removed the lockdowns and admitted he made a mistake. People will forgive you for, for making a mistake. That's what a real servant leader does. Right. Because we're human and we make mistakes. Admit it. Say what you would do different and move on. All right. Speaking of moving on, we're going to take a break. We come back. We're going we're gonna to talk about something nobody talks about anymore, except on 9-11, Islamic terror. Shocking interview with Leslie Stahl that nobody's talking about today. We're going to share this clip from you involving the Iranian president. If you're Israel right now, you might be concerned about what's happening. And we're going to share that with you when we come back. This is the Andrea K. Show on AM 1170, The Answer, San Diego. Andrea K., the donut queen of San Diego. It's the Andrea K. Show on The Answer, San Diego. Some comments here from some listeners about Larry Elder running. Al says, totally an ego trip, baseless. Um, yeah, I just saw a little bit of facial reaction. I don't know that if it's an ego trip. I, I, you know, I don't know. I, I do think that it's interesting because he could have run again for governor here and uh, and didn't. And Larry now, doesn't strike me as the type of person that needs his ego stroked. Um, I don't know. Uh, somebody else said Elder doesn't have a chance in 24. I'm not sure Trump does in 24 either, which is an interesting comment. Somebody else said brilliant mind, sadly, poorly considered by all. He would be a fantastic president. Somebody else said not a chance in H.E. double toothpicks. He couldn't beat Gavin Newsom, who is the worst governor ever. Don't think so. Just some comments from some others. 888-344-1170. We got to think carefully, although... Um, if you know what we- it goes back to, though, Andrea? I mean, uh, well, was the California recall election secure? Um, here's one thing that we can... And each state is different, and one of the things that we've got to do is, is understand locally what's going on in our area, because when you look at the theft that took place in 2020, it varied, whether it was what a, Abrams cooking up the deal with Kemp in, in there in Georgia versus the what happened in Pennsylvania versus Wisconsin and Michigan and Arizona. Um, there's there's different things going on in different places. What they did in Arizona, one of the things they showed uh, with the Cary Lake race was that turnout was able to overcome their shenanigans. There are now, if you're active enough locally, you've got a good chance of overcoming the crap that they've done because there's a spotlight on it now. This is why they're trying to suppress anybody who questions the outcome of an election because they don't want attention on it because with attention comes action, right? You know, and they don't want, they don't want nationwide what took place in Arizona. And that is that people um, saying, okay, there's a game being played. We're going to get in this game and we're going to get in it and win it. Right. And like I told you, I think that was perhaps the main reason for that big Biden speech. Right. Exactly. They want they want to criminalize anybody questioning the outcome of an election. But, you know, here in San Diego, I, I've never shared what this plan is, um, but the I know that there's a plan that helped them overcome the election crap that that was in play. And locally, we won an election in a Democrat plus 18 
percent district where where Democrats Democrats are up in that area by 18 points. So what we've got to do is actually get very, very active locally. The turnout, we only had a 21 percent turnout during the primaries. I think what's happened is I think that a lot of Republicans have kind of given up because they don't think that there's a chance. And there is. We have to over, we have to, we have to do two, two things. I, I know, y'all know that I've said many times, shut up and show up is not an effective get out the vote. There is something in between shut up and show up, right? And which is basically don't question anything, just, you know, uh, turn out versus what, uh, what, uh, there's a middle ground between shut up and show up where we're being told not to question anything, status quo, uh, and 100% clean elections. The middle ground is what happened in Arizona. People did show up with turnout, but they also were effective. They paid. They they were watching what happened with these mail-in ballots. There was no there was no crap that was allowed to happen outside of prying eyes in Arizona. And the Republican Party did an excellent ground game there. They knew that they they knew the games that were being played, like the fact that there were. Almost no polling stations in Republican areas, uh, but there were a lot of polling stations and ways for people to vote in Democrat areas, and they just had a plan to overcome it and deal with it. They didn't ignore it and pretend it wasn't happening, which is the show up and throw up, right? They had a plan, and they overcame it. We have to do that. We cannot be, you know what is as as bad as the election theft that's going on in the country? Just rolling over, not voting, not doing anything. Apathy. Apathy is killing us as much as anything. We had a hundred and over 140 seats in San Diego County where Democrats were running unopposed. No Republican was even bothering to vote. We cannot just give up. And I'm tired of hearing from Christians. Oh, I just don't, you know, I'm so tired of hearing about politics. It's just so negative. I could just got to bury my head in the sand. Then you know what? You can't be, you know, I, I don't want to say you can't be much of a Christian, but as, as Christians, you're supposed to be understanding what's happening in the world and that this is our job as Christians. I would say at that point, you can't complain and you can't expect any better. Right. I don't want to hear that it's now Sodom and Gomorrah and that you, you are devastated over what's happening to five-year-olds and kids in schools being trans and when, you ha- when you're not even bothering to pay attention. We're here because of apathy. I mean, I wasn't the biggest Romney supporter, but that's the reason why Romney lost is because people said, you know what? He's a Mormon, not voting for him. Christians, good Christians. Yeah, and I get disgusted when I hear these national preachers uh, like Stephen Furtick telling people to turn off the news. You, you're not supposed to manage your thought life and maintain hope in the Lord by never hearing any negative news. You're supposed to have peace in spite of what's happening in the world, not because you're blind to what's happening in the world. That's just somebody that's wanting to control your mind there. I said it. I want, want to transition here into something crazy this clip you know they want to tell us that islamic jihad is gone that that it's over we don't have to worry about it that is maga right majority of democrats there was a poll breitbart was reporting today that uh, majority of democrats believe there are tens of millions of radical magas who are like terrorists they actually believe that that's the power of the legacy media in spite of the fact that there has not been any Mass movement of MAGA going across this country and setting up autonomous zones. Remember Chaz, CHOP, or whatever they called it, uh, where people died, by the way. 
More people died in the Seattle Chaz Autonomous Zone area than died on January 6th. That's a great analogy. And it's true. More people died by Black Lives Matter and Antifa in Waukesha than died on January 6th. What about that entire summer that they were rioting? Yes. And and what and and what was the response? Bill Barr didn't do a dang thing. He didn't use RICO statutes. We know who the real, if we're going to talk about any Americans being domestic terrorists and domestic terrorist movement, we know who it is. But Islamic terror hasn't gone away. And, uh, the, but the Democrat Party, not only did they want to tell you it's gone away, but they're actually cozied up to uh, Islamic terrorists. I'm going to take a break. We come back. We're going to play a little clip from Leslie Stahl, an interview that she did that will remind you of how very real this threat is. Stay tuned. This is the Andrew K. Show on AM 1170. The answer, San Diego. AK, dynamite in a dress, or just Andrea K. Whatever you call her, don't call her fake news. It's the Andrea K. Show on the answer, San Diego. Whatever happened to that Dr. Kevorkian? I might need his number. <laughs> just a little joke, a little humor. All righty. Um,. Okay, so I don't know what prompted Leslie Stahl to go over and interview the Iranian president, Rossi or Racy, however say his name. But, you know, there's never been an Iranian mullah or president that uh, the lefties in the media didn't love. So, you know, and, you know, they and the lefty females in the media just never want to pass up an opportunity to have to wear a chador or cover. Um so she, Leslie Stahl, goes to interview uh, the Iranian president, and here's uh, what the conversation was that took place. Skins, please play clip two. Do you believe the Holocaust happened? That six million Jews were slaughtered? Look, historical events should be investigated by researchers and historians. There are some signs that it happened. If so, they should allow it to be investigated and researched. So you're not sure. I'm getting that. You're not sure. What about Israel's right to exist? You see, the people of Palestine are the reality. This is the right of the people of Palestine who are forced to leave their houses and motherland. The Americans are supporting this false regime there to take root and be established there. Oh, so that's why Leslie Stahl is there. She's there on behalf of the ideology of Rashida Tlaib and Ilhan Omar. Now it makes sense. Let's back up a little bit. Do you believe the Holocaust happened? That six million Jews were slaughtered? She's asking kind of like, you know, I would ask somebody, look, do you really think, you know, that carnitas is better if it's fried or if it's, pan- you know, if it's fried or if it's roasted, right? I mean, I mean, she's asking this incredible question like you know she's pondering you know some some you know unimportant food item right he says historical events should be investigated by researchers and historians (laughs) wow her follow-up question to that is so you're not sure i'm getting that you're not sure here that's some real crack investigative uh, reportage going on there Needs to be investigated. That's absolutely despicable and disgusting that she sat there in a room with this man who said that. These are people, by the way, and she must know, Leslie Stahl's not an idiot, even though she looked like one wearing that cover. 
She knows that in that country, they teach their kids to chant death to America every morning in their schools. And then even uh, even many years ago, remember, remember little pres- President Ahmadinejad talking all the time about how their goal was to wipe Israel and the United States off the map. So why big was Satan she- and little Satan, big Satan and little Satan that hadn't changed. History needs to be investigated. Um, I think we've seen the bones, man. I think Birkenauer, I think, you know, Auschwitz, aren't they all still there as historical monuments? I'm just surprised she didn't offer to give him a tour of the Simon Wiesenthal Center in D.C. Personal tour by Leslie Stahl. So much physical evidence of the Holocaust. Anybody that denies it, it, it angers me. Absolutely disgusting. What about Israel's right to exist? Like, she doesn't already know the answer to that question. She's there to push for Palestine. That's what she's there to push for. Absolutely despicable. Leslie Stahl, what is this? Oh, 60 Minutes, right? That's CBS. Look, I don't want to live in a world without Keith Morrison. He's on NBC. It's the only show I watch on regular network TV because Dateline NBC with Keith Morrison in particular are doing some crack great um, criminal true crime stories on there. Um, But, you know, 60 Minutes, what this was, was a failure, a refusal to acknowledge the true crimes that have gone on. She's sitting there with the president of Iran, the number one state sponsor of terror that has killed more Americans in the Afghanistan wars and Iraq wars in Syria combined then then the taliban then isis then saddam hussein no iran she'll sit down with iran but won't sit down with former president trump and ask him how he felt about having his uh, estate raided true she would be far tougher on trump if she actually sat down it'd be like it'd be like who did you sell nuclear secrets to why did you keep nuclear secret secrets have you sold them to vladimir putin yet that's what she would have done. That's what that haint would have done. She's sucking up to this guy who's state sponsored, number one state sponsor of terror. He wasn't the president at the time, but that's what this country has done. Absolute insanity. And that's the country, by the way, that we're continuing to, to fund, continuing to fund their nuclear ambitions. We're going to continue to talk about Islamic terror because it exists and because nobody else is talking about it. How about that? That's one of the reasons why I'm going to. Speaking of true crime, uh, there was breaking news today. My true crime aficionado people, you guys follow this Adnan Syed story. As I, I am a true crime person, man. I was not familiar with the story. It happened many years ago. This guy was convicted. And I guess um, he's been in prison for 20 years. And I guess there was a podcast called Serial. Uh, that was, heard of it. Yeah, it's a true crime pro- podcast, and I guess they started talking about the story and bringing some stuff to light. And I guess today the judge vacated the sentence. The prosecutor said not because that he didn't do it and they believe that he's innocent, but under the guise of um, that there were some questions as to some of the evidence the theory being, you know, it's 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 not it's not beyond a reasonable doubt at this point. They felt like he should be released. So that's interesting. I'm curious if you guys have followed the story, because it's not as though this is not one of these story skins to where um, and I'm suspicious because this is not one of these stories to where DNA now all these years later proves that the guy didn't do it. 
or the woman's come out and admitted all these years later that she falsely accused somebody of rape. The prosecutors aren't saying he's innocent. They're saying they're they're not sure now about the cell phone data and how reliable it was kind of thing. How about retrying it before you let somebody out? I don't know. Did you guys, are you guys following this story? 888-344-1170. When we are just putting criminals out back out on the street like crazy in this country. Got a real problem. I'm, I'm suspicious. I'm suspicious. Because we don't really have, we have the Department of Injustice these days. We don't have the Department of Justice. All right, going to take a break. Don't go anywhere. We've got more to share with y'all on the other side of the break. 888-344-1170. Did y'all hear about the Democrat mayor? Speaking of the border, Adams, he's got an idea for dealing with illegal aliens. And I might have to pretend that I'm a woman without a home because I might want to jump in on this. Stay tuned. We've got more to share with you on the other side of the break. This is the Andrea K. Show on AM 1170, The Answer, San Diego. Andrea K. Telling you like it is, all while eating a donut. The Andrea K. Show on The Answer, San Diego. Andrea, now would be a great time to remind people about the comment line. It would be a great time. Thank you. 8, 844-814-5227. That's 844-814-5227. That's available to you 24 hours a day. You can also, if you want to email, go to andreakshow.com. Shoot me an email there. Um, We know because we know that you guys like to, you know, share ideas for us. And and so we appreciate it. You let us know there. In fact, I just got an email during the break from a listener who says, I'm betting that the governor's race was stolen. I went to one of his rallies here in San Diego and everyone was there. I never heard new scum. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> I never heard new scum campaign response to Larry Elder running was strong. Um, however many were at the rally. We, you know, I do think there's always games that's being played in, in our elections. We've got to know that. But the turnout was not what it should have been. And I think in part because I think there's a lot of people that just thought it was in the bag for Larry. I just think they thought there's no way. There's no way Newsom is going to stay in office. Right. There's no way he's going to survive this. So I think that I think that there was a lot of people that just stayed at home because they just thought there's no way Newsom was going to survive. With the way elections are now, never just assume. But like the red wave in November. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, this is an odd story. Uh, maybe it's not so odd. Because during COVID, when fraud Fauci was telling people that uh, first you don't wear a mask, then you got to wear not one mask, but two masks, and then it was six foot distancing, you know, all the lies and the flip flopping that was going on with Fauci. And particularly, it was obvious what a liar he was when we had Black Lives Matter and Antifa all crammed together in the streets. And he didn't he didn't denounce that. Right. You couldn't open up your restaurant if you couldn't have enough. Your seats had to be when we could open a restaurant in California. Uh, seats had to be six feet apart. Right. Um, but yet people were jammed together in streets worse than Mardi Gras. And, and by and Fauci did not say one thing about it. Right. And when he was asked about sex. Right. He didn't say don't be having sex. That would have been the easiest solution. Right. Didn't denounce it. So it was clear. And, and one of the things I talked about at the time was, um, you know, the, we don't when it comes to public health, how come going back to the to the HIV days and, and when we didn't know how it was transmitted, they didn't tell anybody not to have sex. They've never told anybody to use any caution when it came up about sex. And they haven't even recently with the monkeypox, have they? Nope. I haven't heard it. 
They didn't tell everybody, you know what? Might not be a good idea to be going to these bathhouses and having group sex. Might not be so smart, right? No, they tried to make it seem as though everybody an equal chance of getting it, right? Well, now, lo and behold, we've got an out of control. This is according to the AP. We've got an out of control STD situation, which is suddenly prompting calls. So not for just monkeypox, just STDs. STDs. Um, a 26% rise in new syphilis infections. That syphilis is some nasty stuff. I will never forget my college roommate doing a, a, a speech in speech class. She was doing a report on syphilis and she tried to show me some pictures and it was like, oh, hell no. That is like crazy. I don't even know how you get syphilis. I thought it had been kind of eradicated. Um, 26% rise in new syphilis cases. Uh, and this is prompting U.S. health officials to call for new prevention and treatment efforts. See, this is what happens when you push a society to have no morality, right? It is imperative that we work to, and I'm quoting here, to rebuild, innovate, and expand STD prevention in the U.S., said Dr. Leandro Mina of, I don't know what, it's cut off here. There's also a rise in uh, HIV cases. Last year, the rate of syphilis cases reached its highest since 1991, and the total number of cases hit its highest since 1948. Wow. HIV cases are also on the rise up 16% from last year. Um, yeah, we, you know, America, we've, we've got a, an STD problem. I don't really know. Uh, to, to be honest with you, I'm not really sure where we're at with HIV treatments. I think, you know, I think it's astounding that Magic Johnson is still alive today. I mean, clearly, I think we've come a long way. I think that um, it's still um, it's still a problem, obviously. But I don't know that it's the death sentence that it, that it was. Um, but it's clearly something to be feared. Right. I mean, if, I can't imagine being out there just having indiscriminate sex with people. I can't imagine that. But you look at our culture today. I was just on Instagram and, you know, it's like, uh, you know, which I love to go on to because I love my dog videos and I love my food videos. And I can't go on there and just look for food or dog videos without seeing some woman in a thong hiking her butt up in front of people. We've even got some congressional candidates, some Democrat doing this. I mean, we've got a society of no class, no judgment, no discrimination. I try, I heard about this TV show called, um, ooh, it stars, um, it's about, it's on Netflix, maybe not be on Netflix, Zariah stars in it. Um, it's got a bunch of high school kids in it. I tried watching this show. I can't remember the name of it. It's like one of the number. I think she just won some award. I think it's like the number one streaming show. And I, I could not believe that this show was so popular in this country, how it glorified just, uh, you know, um, sex in a way among high schoolers to where young girls were like, I'm going to go find me, a, a, you know, virgins. I'm going to go find me some random guy to go and give my virginity to. And I'm, and I'm cleaning it up. I'm making it very G. I was absolutely appalled. The show starts with an E. Um, I can't remember the name of it. I was absolutely appalled. And I, and I tell you one of the reasons why I'm appalled is that, you know, for, for so many adults in this country and even conservatives to be watching that show, to me, is, is to promote that. I started watching it. 
it seemed like it was dragging on. I thought, I thought at one point, I'm like, how many episodes am I in on this? And I realized I was only at the beginning of episode two, and I haven't been back to watch it. I got to see the name of this. Let me know if you guys are watching the show, what you, what you think. Um, but it's, it's Zariah. Is that her name? Zariah. Oh, Zendaya. That's her name. Zendaya. What's the name of this show she's on? Um, Euphoria. Have you heard of this show, Skins? I've seen it on Netflix. I've blown right past it numerous times. Oh, my gosh. It is just the most vile, skanked out high school show. It's just, it, I, first of all, I don't. I can't imagine why anybody finds it entertaining. I don't think there's anything entertaining about somebody overdoses on drugs then pretends they're into rehab and then they overdose on drugs again while they're running around having you know high schoolers running around having indiscriminate sex with no morality there's just nobody likable about it it's one of the main characters is trans it's like if you're watching the show explain yourself to me call and call me and tell me why you think the show is worthy of your time it's entertainment I, like that that normalizes that stuff well and it's not even entertaining it's not even interesting there's nobody likable i think the acting is crap I just don't understand. 888-344-1170. And all it does is further perpetuate the decline of our nation into into evil. That's what that is for me. Entertaining is Breaking Bad. The most entertaining TV show I've ever seen in my life. You didn't watch an episode. Don't you be waving me off, man. I would. I'm not a betting man, but I would bet apples to oranges that even if I watch it and it would be enjoyable... 24 would still run it into the ground. No, absolutely not. There's nobody. Okay, break this tie for us people. If it, No. Then you don't know. Well, <laughs> See? I know that 24 has never been in discussion like Breaking Bad has been in terms of being the best TV show ever. Yes, it has. At, no, Numerous it has circles. not. All right, listeners, can you please break this tie for us? 24 versus Breaking Bad. And we want to hear from- And they're from, thinking about bringing 24 back, by the way. Anybody who's ever seen both, please call in and wait. 888-344-1170. If you've seen both Breaking Bad and 24, which sounded like a total snooze fest to me, Kiefer Sutherland, oh, my, total I, I, snooze. Total Bye. snooze. Okay, yawn. The entire series takes place in a 24-hour period. Okay, 24 episodes. It that took an hour. That is so not what it's about. Uh, that, is that not the concept? No, it's much Is that not that. the concept? It is much deeper than that. Well, so is Breaking Bad is much deeper than, you know, a guy in his, in his midlife. Well, you don't, you don't know. You don't know the level of genius that is Breaking Bad. Hopefully we'll have a call or call in and, and break the tie. But I don't know anybody that watches break that watch Breaking Bad that's interested in twenty four. Um, I I I admit, I, can't, I forgot this weekend. Um, my son Hunter. Did you watch my son Hunter? I'm not sure if it's worth twenty twenty something bucks. I don't know. But as everybody who's seen it says that it's great. I'm still not sure if it's just way too much entertainment value versus actually. Um, an expose on the crimes committed um, by Joe Biden with his son, Hunter. All right, got to leave it there. Our 24-hour caller line is 844-814-5227 if you want to weigh in on the 24 TV shows, 24 versus Breaking Bad controversy. See you all tomorrow night. Peace out. We love you.
three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.